0: Hi everyone, this is Catherine Petru, uh, coming to you from the 50th anniversary of the Black Panther Party here in Oakland, California. We are at Oscar Grant Plaza, I'm here with my co-host, Ephraim.
1: Yeah, it's Ephraim Colbert, audio desperado here.
0: And we are sitting here with Tracy Sekhmet Balborden. Can you introduce yourself, please? Welcome.
2: Thank you. Yes, um, so yes, I'm Tracy Sekhmet. I'm the owner of Exotic Links and Body Essentials. Um, I'm an Oakland native, uh, artist, uh, activist, um, teacher, mother, sister, everything somewhat Oakland. So um, I'm also um, a co- one of the co founders of Kiss My Black Arts. Which is an art collective um, in Oakland. So we are, um, yeah, we're we're a collective of artists. We're 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 mirrorless um, designers, different kind of things. Um, so we're basically just trying to take our our art back and make everyone kiss our black arts. Amazing.
1: I'm interested in hearing a little bit about kiss my black arts. So you were saying taking back. Uh, what are some of the themes of the murals that you guys have worked on?
2: Well, right now what's happening is that we're making the art us. So we are the art right now. And so we have artists that do different things. When we do different art parties, they're taking pictures, and they're actually creating murals all over Oakland with pictures of us. So one of the biggest things is that most of our art, you see the bottom part of our bodies. So you'll see different things. We, we have different pictures where you'll see the body in the K, the body in the M, the B and the A for Kimba, Kiss My Black Arts. A lot of political art. So you'll find murals all over Oakland that just, that are bringing a lot of the fun, but also uh, bringing back the graffiti to, to give homage to the graffiti artists. Because with the gentrification in Oakland, they've been kind of like pushed out, like totally pushed out with the rest of the artists. So it's a lot of graffiti art, but you'll find a lot of different murals, even dominoes Pizza in, on Fruitvale in Oakland has a, a mural that that the founder had made there. Did you know? So we, we do all kinds of art, and like for me, I'm a jewelry and clothing designer, so I do a lot of art, political art, like the shirt that I have on here, which is also um, with one of our members. Um, Uh, Tony be conscious so we do art political art that has a meaning so we we like with this shirt with this Nat Turner shirt it only not only just shows the picture of Nat but it also on the back gives a whole rundown of who Nat was and what his legacy is and so we have art with uh, the Ankh or Maat or you know we have got melanin shirts that break down the whole definition of melanin and it's just about teaching and making um making facts fashionable. So you said you were born and raised in Oakland. I was not born in Oakland, but I've been raised in Oakland. Raised in Oakland since 88. I've been here since 88. What can you uh,
0: tell us about the differences, the changes you've observed in the city
2: uh, since you've been here? Ooh. Well, first of all, when I first came to Oakland, it was Coakland. It was a time when it was a city of dope. So the impact of that Going to school, junior high school and high school. I graduated in 1992, so a lot of changed even from 1988 to I would say 1994. By 1994, everyone that was making this, having this lifestyle of this this dope lifestyle, were dead or either in jail. Um, within you know the ten years uh, to watch to see a city that had that was thriving off of art and then to see crack hit the community the way it did. A lot of changes, when I came to Oakland, there were certain areas you couldn't walk down. Um, you couldn't walk through areas like East Oakland, West Oakland, you never walked down West Oakland and now you walk down West Oakland, the people that you've never known to be around at two o'clock in the morning are walking dogs. And you know, dogs have more rights in West Oakland than, than the actual citizens that have been here. Um, I've watched the economy go up, go down, go up, inside out, around. Um, as an artist. uh, I've been in this city as an artist for over 20 years and I've just watched how we've been pushed out of Oakland, um, just First Fridays. You know, a couple of years ago we used to do First Fridays for free. That was how we basically kept our children off the streets and maybe stopped our children and our neighbors' children from shooting people in the face and you know, creating crimes and now it's like we can't even get out there to, to do that because the fees have like been tripled and there's permits and there's all kinds of regulations and the police are out there telling you to get up out of there, you know, so I've watched a lot of stuff. I have a twenty one year old daughter and so um I've watched a lot change. I I remember in early 2000 having to leave Oakland because the crime, it was so bad out here. And then to come back, I just came back almost five years, about five years ago, because it was a time when you couldn't come back because the the price of rent had gone up so high. So then we just had like this little break and we all came back. And just to see, you know, just how like now, you know, for a one bedroom apartment is $1,600. You know, um, I've seen a lot. Just imagine, just the last couple of years, the tent cities that are that are all around here. You know, to see it look like it's East L.A. You know, in a matter of time, but then they're building up uptown, and there's all these these beer places and wine places, but then there's homeless people all around. It's 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 been challenging, challenging, yeah. absolutely
1: you've definitely seen the highs and lows of Oakland. Yes. We are celebrating the Black Panther uh, anniversary um, out here on Oscar Grant Plaza. What are some of the positive changes that you've seen in Oakland within recent years within the black community?
2: I think one of the biggest things is the unification of the black community here. I think people becoming more educated here, um, being more conscious, cultural conscious, Uh, I think that it's been a a plus that there has been some division in some way because it's it's allowing us who are cultured to really redefine who we want the world to see us as. And the positive part of it is just to see people wanting to be together more. And I think that the best thing that for me that I see is, is like I said, cause I identify, well I identify as Afro-Indigenous woman. So I identify as a woman just as, um, I mean of course I appear one way so people can look at me and say, oh she's a black girl, whatever. But I'm a, I'm a woman who has roots all throughout the Americas. Um, and I acknowledge that. So I think that that knowledge and that that education coming forth and the black and brown and the red community coming together more so and realizing that, you know, as a force, because we're on Olone land, and the fact that more black people are realizing that the, the Ohlone's were black people, um, you know, just the fact that we're coming to together and realizing that we were the beginning, we're the middle, and at the end of the day, we're all the end. So um, just, just seeing Seeing better programs um, outside of the gentrification because you know once Oscar was killed, a lot of stuff happened. I've been an activist in Oakland for over 25 years. A friend of mine was killed by the police in 1990. Mark Curry's uh, nephew was killed, and I remember being in the 10th grade, and that just how it shocked us that this man was was executed by police running, and to see the changes just even with what happened with Oscar twenty something years later and just how the, the different people came in and kind of like shook our city up and pretty much shook our shook us down. You know, nonprofits came in and did all the stuff. Where's our healing centers? Like, we don't have certain things. So, just I think the fact that some of it has been taken away from us um, has enabled us to actually figure out what we need, and it just pretty much do for self more. And I feel like in Oakland, we are um, policing ourselves a lot better, um, and we're really we're really uh, taking action for our babies.
1: Yeah, I like what you're saying there with uh, do it yourself. You know. Speaking with a lot of people today, there does seem to be a sense that we need to take back our culture and be the ones that provide a history of who we are versus, you know, an outside source trying to tell us who we are. And within that, being a really good outlet for um, strength. Yes. And some of the people we spoke to have informed me. Kathy Brown, for example, was talking about how when she attended the anniversary of the Million Man March, she brought some middle school and high school boys with her. And it like stayed with them eternally. Mm-hmm. And she could physically see a change in even how they walked yes. or how they spoke and what was important to them. And um, what I guess kind of uh, interests me in moving here was. I had interacted with people from Oakland. I'm not originally from Oakland myself. I'm from New Mexico. I've been on here for about three years now, but it was kind of there was something that kind of drew me here, and I think it was seeing that, mm-hmm. that light shining within them. I mean, I mean, you know, there's always going to be darkness no matter what space you're in, but there is definitely a, uh, an inner like presence of light that kind of shines within the city of Oakland I feel.
2: Most definitely. Um, most definitely, I, I think that uh, our we have such a, a rich history and legacy that people all over the world want to be from Oakland. And it's it's like anywhere I go, anytime I go on the East Coast, it's like, wow, you from Oakland? Go to L. A. It's like, wow, you from Oakland? I think that it, it's a lot for us to bear though as well, because there's a lot that we have to uphold. Um, and, and in the last few years, just watching some stuff that wasn't upheld and then, you know, you have a legacy and then you come to it and it's like, yo, what's going on? Um, the importance of, of, of upholding these legacies is very important. And I just feel like, you know, it is, it's important for us to define who we are because it's just like the, it's like listening to a, a playlist. You know, You go inside of the stores now and every store, every chain store, every corporate store has a certain playlist. But the playlist that you're listening to is somebody singing a Michael Jackson song. is somebody singing a Marvin Gaye song. Somebody singing a somebody song, but it's not a person of color. It's, it's probably someone really young. It's probably, so it's like, it's, I'm a reggae fan. I, you know, I listen to the playlist and it's like, no one is from Jamaica. No one's from the islands. They're all from like Europe and they're all like singing reggae songs. So it's like, to me, I think that we get watered down and it's like a it's like the new modern day playlist where it's just the glee soundtrack that everyone's listening to and then you know eventually you end up hating the song and you're going like you know like why do i hate this song you realize someone tells you cuz you're out of out of out of touch that that's the glee soundtrack and you're like oh god that's why i don't like it so it's very important for us to define how we want our story to be told, and especially for me, I'm a I'm a person who comes from a legacy, long legacy of of people. You know, I, I come from my my great great grandmother was Booker T. Washington's secretary. she, she founded um, Livingston College in Salisbury, North Carolina. And having that legacy, growing up with that, is very important to be the one that says, "Well, here goes my book." Here goes, this is my photo album. And I'm proud to be able to do that. So I've been trying to teach my children that that's something that we have to do. It's, it's okay to talk to as, much, as many people as possible about, yo, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Be proud of who you are. Thank
0: you for saying all of that. One thing that I was, thinking about while you were speaking, is that we're in the midst of continued struggle in the black community and in many communities. There are many intersecting struggles right now. And one refrain that I think is important is that the personal is political. And sometimes it can be very exhausting to be so committed and so, just constantly active in the struggle. And some things I heard you name that I find can be really empowering in the process are what you were speaking to about doing your homework, doing your digging, finding your roots, finding your ancestry and and gaining that deeper, more soulful sense of who you are, why you're here, connecting to that sacred element. And the other piece is art. And you've talked about music, you've talked about murals, graffiti, even your clothing. It seems like so much of what you do, you're incorporating these really healing, transformative, and nourishing practices um, and community collective work mm-hmm. and also that personal work. Coming from the Black Panthers 50 years ago to today, there's still obviously so much work we need to be doing together yeah, in solidarity and, and then also in, in separate communities. So if you want to yes. speak to any of that.
2: Yes, most definitely. I feel like it's very important to acknowledge the fact that the struggle is is hard, is difficult. Um, sometimes we have to just take those steps back. It's very, it's hard, especially when you're raising children. I know for me, when, when Oscar was killed, I jumped right into it, I jumped right into everything to the point where I left my child, you know, to the wayside in order to jump into this. I'm grateful that I was able to do that but I'm also cognizant of the effects of it. You know, my mother always taught me that your neighbor's child will be the one that'll kill yours or kill you first because we don't interact. If we don't interact and talk to them, that's why they're your children as well, you know, because they're the ones that know you and people that know you usually will harm you more than people that don't know you. And it's very important to pick up no matter where you go, you know, if you got a basket, you got to try to fill that basket up as much as possible. And if you can't hold it, you got to get another hand to hold it, you know, and it's very important for me because I know my roots. I know where I come from. I know the importance of that. Um, I know that I'm on the backs of those that came before me. And it's very important for my children to to understand that, um, This is our time and this is a time of uprising right now. And for me, like with my art, I feel that my goal is, is that I want to live eternally. I'm a comedic woman, I believe in the Ankh. I live in, I live for the Ankh and I will die by the Ankh. And the Ankh means life. And it's, it's about always, everything is about creating life. But when I'm gone from here, I'm gonna be here forever. Because when they unearth Oakland, you're gonna find specks of me all through here. As I'm vending, I had so many different people that I said, oh my God, look, that shirt. Where'd you get that shirt from? One brother was like, I got this from a secondhand store. I said, I made that Huey P. Newton shirt. He was like, how do you know? And I showed him, I showed him my marking. He's like, I'm like, wow, that's a shirt that I made in 2009. You know, so for me, it's about I'm going to always be here. I'm going to be here forever. It's about eternal life. And as an artist, that's what, that's what we're supposed to do. That's the commitment we're supposed to make. So when they, I'm telling you, when they, when they dig this all up, you're going to find my earrings, you're going to find something, and it's going to be mine. I have to share a quote. Uh, Tony Kate Bambara, mm-hmm. uh, she has a
0: quote that says, the role of the artist is to make the revolution irresistible. Yes.
2: Yes, make it fashionable, yes, <laughs> make it cute. Even if you got to get big shirts, make take off the chunky shoulders, make it cute, put it to the side, but yeah, make it cute, make it cute.
1: Um, just to uh, reach, uh, backtrack, if you could maybe go ahead and, um, for the audience that doesn't know what, aren't familiar with the terms like unk and comedic, if you can mm-hmm. kind of maybe give a brief definition for those individuals listening in that may not necessarily okay. be aware or Most conscious. Most
2: definitely. Okay, so um, when we talk about comedic, uh, kim- comedic. Uh, is the name for What they what some people call ancient Egypt we do not we do not call it ancient Egypt because of the fact that Egypt is a name given by um, the Greeks and it was uh, it wasn't positive it was you know just like when you go to Ethiopia you know Ethiopia is like black-faced people you know so Kemet land of the blacks um which is funny because you, you hear that and then you get like then you watch uh gods of Egypt and they're, they're nothing black. Um so we we refuse to call it Egypt. It's Kemet. Before um in the year in, in, in Kemet, we're in the year sixty two fifty six. Six thousand um we have you know, six thousand two hundred and fifty six years where in the with the, the Gregorian calendar, we're in the year 2016, so it just tells you we have a culture 4,000 years before the people that came and invaded us and actually stole everything from us. And so the Ankh is the is the um, longest symbol. It's the longest standing symbol um, in Nome, And uh, the Ankh is is uh, is not. We do not consider it a cross. It is not a cross, but is where the cross comes from. And there are three properties of the Ankh. You have the top part, which is the womb. You have the bottom part, which is, which would be considered the phallus. And then the, what reaches out is life. So without the woman, without the man, there is no life. And so that's just the, the bottom line. You have to have the Trinity and no matter where you go, because only the cross separates the man from the woman. And, and then without the man and the woman, there are no children. So that's what the Ankh symbolizes, is our sacred children and our sacred lives. And um, Kemet is the original name. So it's K, if you, you know, we spell it K-E-M-E-T, but because we did not have um, vowels, it was K-M-T. So that is the name of the original, uh, the original people of, of the land of North Africa.
1: That's great thank you for sharing that with us
2: thank you for allowing me to um,
1: I really liked what you had talked about with you know like having roots that will kind of stay in Oakland mm-hmm. regardless of the physical self being present yes um, and I do have, get a good sense that that will be uh, true for you as well as with your artwork and with your art collective where could people learn more or gain more information about your art or do you do you have like uh maybe some ways we can you know work could definitely.
2: most definitely well um you can reach uh you can always anybody can google exotic links so it's e-x-o-t-i-c-l-i-n-x you can google that you'll find all of my um, social media handles um, the best way to catch me right now is on instagram so um i'm there all the time i got a I think seven, 8,000 pictures posted up, so you'll be able to find me there. And then also, you can also Google Kiss My Black Arts, and it's spelled just like it sounds, Kiss My Black Arts, and we're also on um, Instagram as well, and you'll find all kinds of stuff. you know. And, and also, it's funny because you go through Oakland on the bus and on different, everywhere, you'll find stickers that'll say Kiss My Black Arts, and it's just the bold Kiss My Black Arts, just there. So um, you can find us there so the best place is instagram
0: great thank you so so much for sharing your stories and your thank time you. with us thank you you and guys your work. have a
2: blessed blessed day and this is just an amazing just powerful powerful day powerful Absolutely. day
1: Absolutely. anything you want to leave us with or any words of wisdom to provide to the youth
2: one thing that i would say because well, i'm a teacher also i teach at the uh, colonized academy the uh, colonized academy in east oakland on black arthur um and uh one of the things that i teach the children because i teach micro enterprise um, there and i'm also a a healer there and um what i tell the children all the time is to go and learn art in the most difficult way that way you can become a master earlier because what's happening is, is everything is so condensed and everything is so simplified that they're teaching the simple, the simplicity of things. That way at the end of the day, you really don't get to know, you don't get to the, to the butter of it. You don't get to, it's just like, it's, everything's GMO. So they're teaching GMO art. So I'm tr- really trying to get the children to realize that that's not okay. So when I teach silk screening, I teach silk screening from the most difficult aspect of it, instead of just being on a computer and doing it. Because like I explained to them, I said when the Panthers were doing their stuff, they didn't go to Kinko's. They didn't, you know, they, how did they get their banners? Somebody had to do it. You know, you have Brother Emery, you know, doing coloring books and stuff like that. That didn't just happen. So I tell the youth and I tell people to teach from, don't teach from the basic level. Teach from, you know, a level where you're not just thinking about buying a chain in a store. How do you link a chain? How do you make a chain? How do you solder a chain? How do you, you know, how do you wrap a stone? You know, so we can stop being consumers and we can actually be ones that build.
0: Beautiful, so important.
2: Yes, medicine—that's like medicine for the and it's ailments equity. Of today. And it teaches equity. Yeah. I don't—I don't understand how our youth are supposed to be equitable and, and live in a, so, a society where they're earners if they're not learning how to make. We, we're makers. We're we're you know indigenous people who that's all we've ever done was make right yes anything else anything else no but i just see somebody walking up that's going to be look she's going to be the next look noni miss noni city council Uh, district yes district three noni 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 so i'm just look i just had to shout her out because she's walking around on anybody that knows noni you got a noni session oakland city council district three go ahead go ahead sis yes setting the power Thank (laughs) you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate you guys. Yes, Yes. Ah. thank you. you.